0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast. So glad you could join us. It is here on this podcast where there's a growing number of leaders who are convinced that being resilient as a leader is not just a good idea. It's actually required of us in this season that we're in. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships, an organization that is committed to helping leaders overcome their unique leadership challenges by equipping them, by equipping you to lead with clarity, confidence, and consistency. Well, we are all familiar with the often used metaphor of putting the big rocks in the bucket first, right? You've heard this. You've probably used it many times before. You pick up the big rocks, you put the big rocks in the bucket first, and then you put the medium-sized rocks in next. And then finally, you place the tiniest little pebbles in. And as popular and memorable of a visual metaphor that this is, it's actually flawed thinking. This metaphor bumps its head on on reality in three ways. First of all, we have to acknowledge that there's a limited size to our bucket. We are not people of unlimited capacity. We have limits, and our bucket is only so big. We have only so many hours in the day. We have only so much money in the budget. We have only so much emotional, mental, spiritual, relational, and physical energy before our tank is completely empty. The second way we bump our head on reality is that we have to acknowledge that leaders live next to quarries. (laughs) There are rocks, rocks of all sizes, tons of rocks that are being brought to us, whether we like it or not. And at times, at all times of the day, by all sorts of people in all sorts of unique situations, in person, on the phone, via text, via email, on Slack, and it's just dumped on us. And in leadership, the rocks never stop coming. Even if you put all the big rocks in your bucket, you'll eventually run out of bucket. The rocks never stop. Now, the third way that we bump our heads on reality when it comes to this metaphor is the metaphor assumes that all big rocks, even big rocks of the same size, have equal value. They do not. Some rocks are granite. Some are limestone, some sandstone, some pumice. Some might even be marble. And still, some of them are gems. Just because they are big doesn't mean they are of the same value. In the countless conversations I've had with hundreds of leaders that I've coached, not one of them, not a single one has told me, you know what, I'm just kind of bored. I don't know what to do with my time. I'm just sitting around and there's nothing for me to do. (laughs) In fact, it's the opposite. Almost every leader that I coach, almost every leader that I talk to Tells me that they struggle, that they have too much to do and too little time or energy to do it. And what they need help with is determining how they should spend their time. Translation Leaders have too many rocks and not a big enough bucket. And what they try to do is say, maybe I just need to get a bit bigger bucket. Or maybe I just need to work faster and harder so that the rocks get out of the bucket quicker. I assume that you feel similarly. Marilyn Robinson wrote, The Spirit of Our Time is one of joyless urgency. Now, here's the truth that leaders must understand. The sooner we acknowledge it, the better we will all be for it. Ready? We will always run out of time. There will never be enough time for all the big rocks handed to us. Now, there's a law called Hofstadter's Law. Hofstadter's Law says this, Any task you're planning to tackle will always take longer than you expect, even when you take into account Hofstadter's law. (laughs) So what do you do with all these big rocks that people keep coming in our door and handing them to us for us to deal with? Sure, of course, we should focus on the size of the rocks. Of course, that helps. We have to prioritize as leaders, but we can't just stop there. We've got to be more critical and more thoughtful about what we're doing. We're going to have to be more selective of which big rocks we put in our bucket and which we discard, ignore, or intentionally decide to deal with later or delegate and give to other leaders and empower them to address it. Recently, uh, I reread a book uh, by Oliver Berkman uh, called 4,000 Weeks, Time Management for Mortals. It was really good. He basically debunks all the popular time management strategies for today. It's quite compelling. So it's a book about time management um, where he bashes all sorts of forms of time management. It's really fascinating, but he does it in a really polite, polite way. He said we need to be selective, to have some sort of evaluative filter by which we determine which big rocks stay and which go, which ones are granite and which ones are precious gems. Now, as I've said many times before, and I say a lot, if, if you're a leader listening to this and I coach you, you might chuckle because you know I say this a lot. But the economist Thomas Sowell has said there are no solutions there are only trade-offs. There are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. So leader, which trade-off are you willing to live with? And are you aware of the trade-offs, both what it will cost you as well as what can be gained when we are a bit more selective? Now we've all heard of and been aware of FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. But I love this. Oliver Berkman introduced me to a term that I had never heard before, but now I keep using now that I know it. And it's JOMO. Instead of the fear of missing out, FOMO, it's JOMO, the joy of missing out. Yes, I have found exactly what Oliver's talking about. There is joy in missing out on the things that are not valuable to us, that have no weight or merit or bearing to the values that we hold. And the leaders who experience JOMO are the ones who get the right things done and eliminate the wrong things, which means we need time for reflection, thinking critically and discerningly about our bucket and about our rocks. We can't just work harder and be unreflective people. We will be exhausted because the rocks will come faster than we can deal with them. So let me ask you these questions as we think critically and reflect on this with some discernment. Here here are some questions. Number one, because there's a limited size to your bucket, like everyone else, what is the size of your bucket in this current season? How much can you handle before it's too much, before it becomes unhealthy, before you burn out or before you become bitter and stressed out? Number two, because leaders live next to quarries where the rocks never stop coming, are there times that you can just lock your door? (laughs) Maybe, but maybe not. There may be times to temporarily step away from the bucket or tell people, please come back tomorrow because I have no more room in the bucket. And three, because all big rocks are not created equal, are you familiar with what kind of rock it is? And if that particular rock aligns with your values. This can only happen when we think about our values, if we step back and say, what are my core values? What are the most important things to me, not just as a leader, but as a human being, as a spouse, a parent, a son, a daughter, a neighbor, a friend? You may want to collect slate, and that's fine. You may want to collect marble, and that's fine. And you may want to collect a wide variety of rocks, and that's fine too. So much of my time in coaching leaders is about helping leaders determine what is the quality of the big rocks and allowing them to choose carefully and strategically which rocks stay and which rocks go and when that happens. So know the kind of rocks you want in your limited bucket so you can be selective with the types of those big rocks that you want in your bucket from the start. As the French philosopher and writer Simone Weil wrote, attention is the greatest form of generosity." Remember, your life will be defined by where you place your attention. So where's your attention these days? What should have your attention in this season? And what types of big rocks do you have in front of you? I want to encourage you to be selective, thoughtful, and intentional about the big rocks. And if you need help discerning about those big rocks and the types of rocks and where you should be focusing your time and even discerning what your core values are, this is why we offer coaching. And if we can help you, just check in the show notes. We'd be glad to assist you in helping you see exactly where we can come alongside of you to help you focus so you can live with clarity, confidence, and consistency. And remember, once your bucket is full, then you have to determine where you're going to carry it and what you're going to do with that bucket. So leader, be purposeful, be selective, and align your rocks with your values. It's the best way to live as a leader today. Well, thanks for joining me today. And as always, thanks to my friend and colleague in Good Mischief Creation, Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. Joel produces all of the episodes of this podcast he has from the very beginning. If you have a video project or a podcast production that you need help with because you realize this is important, but I need someone else to come alongside who's an expert in this, Joel is your guy. Joel tells helps to tell your story in clear and compelling ways. You can visit his website at onalimproductions.com or you can visit the show notes to learn more. Leaders be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, not all big rocks are created equal. Be selective with your big rocks. Choose them carefully and discern the kinds of rocks that you want to have in your bucket. Have a great week.